I'm about to crunch and munch a bunch of this lunch. Welcome to Very Real Talk, everybody, for another week. And that's what I used to say when I would hit open that cafeteria door in middle school and oh. just get punched and kicked immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd walk in, say my cool catchphrase, and no one thought it was cool. So I would just try it on each of the lunch ladies. They hand me, like, the potatoes. And I'd go, I'm about to crunch and munch a bunch of this lunch. And, uh, and then they just sigh. Yeah, they sigh deeply because they're like, man, this is the part of my job I hate the most. It's not the hours. <laughs> it's not the backbreaking work. But it's that little fuck who comes in here and says, I'm about to crunch and munch a bunch of this lunch <laughs> to every single one of us. And they're only like five feet apart. So they yeah. all hear it the first time and then have yeah. to hear it each subsequent time after that. Yeah. And then I'd go sit on the floor because no one would let me sit at the table with them. And I'd go attempt to sit at a table by myself, and someone would run over and say, taken. And so I'd just have to sit on the floor. And I would sit there, and I would crunch and munch my whole lunch. Your whole Lunchable. Yeah, like I got a Lunchable. No way. It was those chicken patties, okay? Hey, those were chicken patties. Yeah. I guess that's true. spicy chicken patties? Fuck no. Plain Jane chicken patties. Mm-hmm. In high anyway. school, I'd make them spicy because they're like, here are your condiments and also a tub of jalapenos to make it taste like Ooh. something. <laughs> well, because you boys went uh, out of state for high school, but by the time I was rolling through high school, they had spicy chicken sandwich patties like twice a week. Wow, okay. It was sick. And like knockoff Arby's curly fries. Damn, dude. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. yeah. JCPS, uh, they, got, uh, they got that good money. For <laughs> for janky ass like like re- reject Arby's fries. Arby's is like, oh no, these aren't up to our already low standards. Let's uh, go ahead and sell them to the right. to the education department, and they can pawn them off on the children. Then you make a double down with two spicy chicken sandwiches, mm-hmm. and then you just soak it in some ranch dressing. Yeah, and then the whole table would clear, and I'd have some people <laughs> joining me on the floor. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to eat it like soup. There was so much ranch. You know what I'm saying? Jesus, a gross. <laughs> All right, welcome everybody to Virial Talk. We're the Lunch Boys, of course. Rating and reviewing our old middle school lunches. I'm Nick Potter, your host. Uh, I got my boys with me. We're chatting, but I'm tired of that. Let's get to introducing them. I don't want just you guys t- to not know who's talking. So let's get around to seeing who's there. The first boy who's there. Knock knock. It's Colin Sage. What's up? Colin, I got a question for you this week. It's very important. We all need to know your thoughts. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Okay, I need you to rank these three things in the order of how cool they are. First up, juggler. Second up, magician. Third, puppeteer. Rank them. Magician, juggler, puppeteer. Is that one, two, three? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so magician's the coolest. And then juggler, and then puppeteer. Right, because if you think about okay. it, the the other two are also just forms of magic. You know, I just guess puppeteering ha- is magic. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on what kind of puppeteering, but right. shadow I mean, puppets. I mean, I've seen Penn and Teller do that. So, well, no, because I'd say two of those are illusion based or like suspension of disbelief based, and one of those is like mostly skill based. Like, I think you need skill in all of them, but juggling is just pure. Like, do you have the muscle reflexes to do this thing? The rest of them are like you have to incorporate some sort of like you know uh, pageantry, some sort of drama, something into it. Uh, to to make it work, but juggling is just like I'm not gonna I'm not trying to trick you. I'm trying to show you my hand eye coordination. Here I go, hacky sacks. Yeah, I'm sure there's yeah. some pageantry in juggling, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, but you wear a fun costume. But uh, magicians definitely has to be the coolest because they can. It's so broad. Like how right. how can you elevate juggling past like stuffs on fire? You know. Right. You incorporate magic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you evolve from a juggler to a juggalo, you know. Oh. There's, a, there's an evolution. <laughs> That's their there. final form. <laughs> All of a as sudden, you're one juggling, day, one day they're juggling, juggling fagos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, as you're juggling chainsaws, they turn into hatchets, and you're like, in between tosses, you're putting white makeup on your face. Yeah. I think like that, yeah, little. I mean, it makes, it tracks that juggalos are just jugglers who went too far. They're like, you know, they like cross some sort of border that we can't comprehend because we can't juggle. So somehow that tracks to where, yeah, eventually they're just like, 
like they can't juggle anything harder than like chainsaws on fire. So now they got to go to a dark place within themselves. Yeah. Right. And that dark that dark place bubbles up to the surface and they have to hide it with clown makeup and then they have to go <laughs> like see a bunch of like dudes fucking rap about being clowns in the woods somewhere. Yeah. And then Absolutely. so and then once you're done with that you go gigolo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you just start oh, selling yeah. yourself. You're a, you're a juggalo gigolo. Ooh, juggler, juggler, I can't juggle juggle <laughs> That means you'll never be ready, Joey. Yeah, right. Uh, well, speaking That's... of gigolo, if you're a magician, you're gonna get laid, probably, right? Um, if you're a juggler, probably not gonna get laid unless there's mm-hmm. like a lady juggler or or someone who will have sex with you who's also a juggler. Well, and then here, if you're hold on, if right, you're juggling puppet, also well, if has to like come out of the equation. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say, but then finally, if you're a puppeteer. You just hang yourself on those strings because no one's ever going to touch you. <laughs> well, you, I mean, duh, the answer's obvious. You make your puppets have sex and, you know, that's your new thing. Yeah. Sorry. But, you All know, right. as a juggler, you walk up to somebody like, let me juggle those titties, you know? Oh, yeah. That Damn might man, work I eventually. That. That, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. What, you o- give what other line a, do you have? What do you got? Yeah. No, I mean, you give a monkey a typewriter in infinite, infinite time, and he'll write Shakespeare. You give a you give a juggler that pickup line and enough women, that might work. <laughs> you never know. Time and space is infinite. That I I can see that happening at some point because it's kind of funny, but in like a in like a looking in like in the moment it's probably not, but looking at from the outside in through that like store like store window it's pretty funny, um, and if some girl is like meta enough to like see the broader picture, then you know maybe she'll fuck him. I don't She's know. A space anyway, God. I don't know. But then yeah. there's contact juggling, okay. and those oh, guys. Yeah. I don't even know what their deal is. They got some serious issues. <laughs> you know, they're just rolling the ball around in their hands and over their fingers, and they're wearing like light up wristbands. And I, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, uh, he's got your panties. You know? Whoa! Oh, yeah. He's contact juggling those panties. Damn it! I hate this already. <laughs> so, yeah. Suddenly, your titties are rolling over his fingers. <laughs> Yeah, I see the transformation, like juggler, hacky sack. Then I'm like, okay, I want to pursue this, but I end up in New Orleans, like on the row of like, you know, like street performers. I get into contact juggling. Someone eventually throws an empty like Fago at me. I'm contact juggling the Fago around. People are screaming at me that I suck and that I'm gay and all this stuff because I saw that shit when I was in New Orleans. People just heckling. Uh, And then eventually I have to freak them out. So I wear clown makeup. I'm screaming at the world. All these clowns are screaming about whatever. Uh, here I go into the woods to uh, enjoy this new community I found. That's the trajectory. Yeah. Yep. So if uh, you learn anything, called? what? What is their festival called? Gathering of the Juggalos. Yeah. Is that what it's, it has? Are you sure? Is it just the gathering? I don't know. I know you feel like they'd have some sort of on theme name. Like, what is their, like, don't they have, like, decks of cards that are, like, involved somehow? Like, that they're, you know, prophesizing? Like, each new deck is, like, a new series of, like, <laughs> rules or something? Dude, I, I don't, don't know. If you've seen the pictures of this concert, uh, you'll know that there's no decks or anything. I mean, there's maybe a deck in a tree. Like, they tried to make a treehouse and yeah. got drunk and stopped. So well, okay. I think I had a book one time of just pictures of the gathering over the years. Wow. And it was, uh, yeah, that's all it was. So another instance of everyone's always, your computers and all your devices are always listening. I literally just typed in gathering into Google, and the first fucking result is of the Juggalos. Wow, okay. I didn't put of the, and then it was like, yeah, the Juggalos. You just put, you gathering. Just put gathering, gathering, and it wasn't even Magic the Gathering? Nope, right. it was gathering of the Juggalos. Wow. It wasn't all that Fago you ordered on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, God, stay away. Yeah, they just dialed you in. <laughs> uh, let's get let's get to the other person that's been talking and introduce him. He knows a lot about Juggalos. It's my brother, Joey Potter. <laughs> What's, up? What's up, brother? Uh, okay, so Joey, if you had to choose... Uh, which kind of puppeteer would you be? Would you be like a Jeff Dunham, or would you be like a strings, like a like a in sync, you know, uh, that those kind of puppets, like the? Yeah, you bring up a good point. Doing? I would think you know, uh, like marionette, so not like the tiny creepy puppets, but just like more mm-hmm. like comical puppet. But I really just want to. 
attach strings to the member of NSYNC and pull on them. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get think it. that's the kind of puppeteer I'd be. Oh, okay. You're yeah, like, no, let, I... let me puppeteer you over here so I can contact juggle those titties, right? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> no, just in sync. <laughs> just yeah. them. No, yeah. yeah, you say that to NSYNC. You say it to all of them. Oh. Good. I'm glad that you uh, aren't interested in making a bunch of like racist puppets make like racist jokes. Yeah. So that's good. I could make NSYNC into like white male stereotypes. I could do yeah. that. They already did that themselves, oh, though. okay. Let's be honest. All right. uh, I found all the decks of cards from the Insane Clown Posse. They got two decks right now. There's several in each deck. There were six in the first one. The second one's still happening. Whoa. But, uh, yeah, somehow some of them are albums, and some of them are just, like, weird, like, concepts. It's super strange. But I feel like if I go too deep, I'm going to order some fucking makeup on Amazon and just, like, become a different person. No, it'll so. just show up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, they, they know. There's, there's been an awakening. <laughs> Send him the first card of deck one, Carnival of Carnage. He's not ready for the ringmaster or the terror wheel. So... You were bested by a juggalo who had never <laughs> held Fago or a hatchet before. <laughs> oh, all right, boys. There's no segue that I can think of right now. I'm too infatuated with the insane clown posse. Uh, let's just straight up move on to our topic. You know, guys, we've been doing this uh, this podcast. This is the 37th episode. Uh, so we can finally stop fucking around and really get to the content that people want to hear about. Yeah. You know, people want to tell us to go broader and broader with our ideas so we can bring in, uh, a, you know, a broader, more diverse crowd. But I say no. <laughs> we got to narrow it down. I say, we got to narrow it down. We got to hit smaller and smaller targets until, like, I'm just explaining, like, what I'm seeing at my desk, and that's the whole podcast. Like, we got to get super specific, because that's who we are. We're not trying to appeal to everybody, okay? We've had 37 episodes to do that. Now that we've got everybody, we can finally get to the super-duper niche content that I know that people are clamoring for. So let me explain to everybody who's listening, and I know it's a lot of people, because of what I just said, uh, what our topic is today. We have to hit the target um, that is uh, people that like us, people that like podcasts, people that will take the time to listen to our podcast. And then you add on people that have seen and also remember the contents of the movie being John Malkovich to get into this episode. So if you're not that person, and I know at this point everybody is, uh, you know, get out of here. But if you are... Then you can stay, and you'll understand everything we're talking about. This week, our topic is, if we had the chance to do a being John Malkovich to somebody, who would we do it to? Now, let me explain, and I know this is uh, you know pointless because everyone remembers the seminal 1999 film, being John Malkovich, this 21-year-old film, um, but let me just give you the brief, brief synopsis. I do want to say something real oh, quick. Okay, sorry. Uh, I want to say that... I feel like it's not that niche because um, I feel like I'm in this category uh, with everyone else like three hours ago before I rewatched the movie where you know the premise. You might yeah. have seen the movie, but I guarantee you don't remember the movie because all I know is all I knew going in was you be John Malkovich and I don't remember right. anything else about the film. Right. No, I mean, yeah, the title pretty much, it's like Snakes on a Plane. Like, you get it immediately. Like, you know what it is. Uh, you might think it's a documentary just about John Malkovich. Like, it, it, that would make the most sense, you know, logically, if you thought about it. If titles just were exactly what the movie was, it would just be like, okay, well, I'm going to watch this documentary about what John Malkovich <laughs> does every day. Until the old man starts talking about uh, Spunk being like yeah. manna raining down from heaven. Then, yeah. Then, then you know it's something even more real, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
So basically what happens in this movie is this sad puppeteer man played by John Cusack uh, finds a doorway that leads into the head of John Malkovich where you can exist for 15 minutes being him and seeing what he sees. Uh, And after 15 minutes, you get kicked out and you fall from some point in the sky onto the New Jersey Turnpike. Uh, So it's just off camera. That's that's the height. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like (laughs) what looks to be maybe 15 or 20 feet. You fall like I guess the New Jersey Turnpike is riddled with trash. So you just fall into like a trash pile. And no matter Um, what, you come out wet. Yeah, you come out wet for some reason, too. Well, this it's movie, muddy in that hole. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's all, like, it's a lot more sexual than I remembered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the whole entire movie uh, is very, very sexual. So, I mean, there's some sort of, you know, uh, symbolism there for, you know, being reborn. Even Cameron Diaz at one point, like, it's like being in John Malcolm it's like he has a vagina and a penis like you know like it's very <laughs> yeah very sexual so uh we're going to yeah each of us are going to talk about who we'd want to do that to basically the premise being uh you know who would you want to jump inside their you know brain for 15 minutes at a time and see what they're seeing uh and maybe you know if you're a puppeteer maybe you can control them after maybe you get good at it so yeah, we're gonna uh, have to talk about that. Is it just because they also they didn't just see they felt and experienced what he was experiencing, right? That's before also before they could control him. Um, yeah, and then eventually c- could control him indefinitely. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll have to clarify uh, what we want to do before. Yeah, I we think do we it. can. I think we can break it up into different segments because there's like the regular people who can just see and experience what he's doing, and then there's John Cusack who eventually gains full control over him. Uh, sorry, we're uh, spoiler alerts for this 21 year old movie. Yeah, but uh, you know that's it is what it is. I don't even know how we came up with this topic. Did we see it on the internet? Did someone see the movie being John Malkovich on like I don't know? It was in Amazon one of our or something. It was in one of our like uh, brainstorming sessions, and it was probably something along the lines of we were just talking about like what celebrity would you want to be or something like that um uh before we get into it i just want to talk about this and i want to know who hurt charlie kaufman the writer because uh i didn't i know that spike jones directed it he also did uh he, he did like warcraft he did like he has like a weird career but uh, uh, he did Where the Wild Things Are, which is a great movie. He did all the Jackass movies. Did he? All of them. That makes yes. that kind of he, he he's he's a he's a weird one. But the writer, yeah, um, he he wrote being uh, being John Malkovich uh, adaptation with Nicolas Cage, Eternal yeah. Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, like those three movies yeah. right there. It's just like, bruh, <laughs> I'm Are you okay, so, bro? Who hurt you, bruh? Because <laughs> uh, watching this movie. I felt gross. <laughs> I felt really gross. Oh, it's such a gross movie. Because it's like... Yeah, I think uh, we all did. It, it, it lines up with uh, a lot of like anime where you can see the pent-up aggression, like the pent-up sexual mm-hmm. aggression of the writer in it. And it's just yeah. like, oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't like this. Yeah, the whole movie sort of hurt the whole time. Oh, guys, his You're upcoming like, film is called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> go. oh fuck. Oh, somebody, <laughs> somebody call him right now. Somebody call him because it's Give coming him a phone full call, circle. Please, oh. go get a wellness check. <laughs> fuck. Oh, jeez. Wow. Yeah, man. I don't remember John Cusack being as gross as he was. Me neither. Like, I yeah. had see, you know, seen the movie. I had a pretty good memory of it. You know, I wasn't far off, but rewatching it today, I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it; they're all supposed to be like caricatures, but he's just, she's like, "You're gross. I'm not going to touch you. You obviously want to have sex with me." And he's just like, "Ha ha ha!" ha. Yes, I mean, yes, I do. Will you please? Can we have sex, <laughs> please? Yeah, I know. It's fucking it, weird. Yes, yeah, some of the like logical jumps that happen made me like be like, did I, hold on, did I miss something? Like he's already doing this, they're already doing that. Like, you know, it just it moved so fast, and I'm like, fuck, I forgot about this. Yeah. Like, Cameron Diaz comes out of John Malkovich once. She's like, all right, I'm uh, 
I'm transgender. Here I go. I'm a transsexual. Yeah, it's just like, like oh what? yeah, then fuck. <laughs> Where did that? And come like from? every everyone in the movie is a bad person besides John Malkovich. Yeah, <laughs> like so you feel really bad that like this is happening to him. Uh, like they're all kind of villains. I think Catherine Keener's the biggest villain because she's just like using these two like sexually like pent up people to like manipulate them and. Yeah, it like isn't really attracted to either of them for most the most part, but it's just attracted to like John Malkovich, but with a different brain. But not really. She yeah, doesn't but not really. Really like John Malkovich either. It's like uh, yeah. But in the end, she's in love with the lady, and that's right. what it was all the whole time. Yeah, I had, yeah. I did not remember at all that Cat, uh, Cameron Diaz was in this movie. Right, I thought it was someone else. I forget who I thought it was, but I remember it being like. A semi-famous hot lady, and then I was like, "Holy shit, it's Cameron!" His wife is Cameron Diaz, and he's just like, "I gotta get away from my wife. She sucks. I'm gonna go after this like horrible woman." I'm like, "Dog, your wife is Cameron Diaz." Yeah, right. But they did a good job making her look very homely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially like, with you, the just, thousands of animals that were in their apartment for some reason. Oof. That just Whoa. like yeah. that was part of the gross vibes. Like, it, I almost got similar feelings from like Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> you know, where it's just like everything's kind of gross and dimly lit and kind yeah, of Yeah, that's sad. also part of it yeah. is that, yeah, it's all very dimly lit. It's all very blue. And you're just like, man, I don't like any of these people. They're all kind of weird and off-putting. I wonder and, like, uh, how many people had back problems after filming this movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's my nightmare being in a space like that. Yeah. Yeah. I used to work in uh, loading up planes with cargo, and it was like that. All the compartments were just uh, short enough that I couldn't stand up all the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Other, other people could, like short people could stand up all the way, but I had to always be hunched over, and it was like a living nightmare to never be able to like stretch. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. You just have to like lay down on the floor. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing you do. But, man, yeah, the whole movie is like, being super tired and being stuck on a bus with a crying baby mm-hmm. <laughs> like that scene when like there's all the animals and they're just trying to like make dinner but it just feels so like someone's just poking you in the head like oh fuck it's so tight in here it's so tight and greasy and uh, there's animals and screaming and screaming and you just feel like you want to vomit yeah and i get that for like a psychological drama but this isn't that it's like it's right. got all of that and then it's like but what if you were john malkovich and you're like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and then that old man the whole time just talking about how horny he is. Yeah. <laughs> you're it's so absurd comedy. But yeah, you guys right. but it's that's, like at the same time your skin is like crawling. That's what I'm saying like we're we're dumping on this movie a little bit like in the weird ways, but I I like the movie. I think it cuz it elicits, you know, f- like emotions and things from me and i think it's really unique it's so unique Um, it's that's what i'm saying it's like it's like all this stuff of like let's like confine all this stuff and then it's just like but you're john malkovich and it's just like right there's never gonna be a movie like this again like (laughs) (laughs) yeah for sure it's so weird fucking oh my god i like it a lot but it also is really off i like it the way i like the movie funny games Mm-hmm. Funny, uh, yeah, funny where, games. Or, yeah, yeah. Uh, that movie, I hated watching it the whole time, but afterwards, I was like, man, that was a crazy, like, intense movie, and I really liked it because it made me hate it so much. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, like yeah. that kind of feeling. So, no, um, it's a great movie, but it makes me feel ill when I watch it. <laughs> yeah, even if nothing no. bad, even if nothing crazy is happening in this movie, just the set design and lighting and everything like i feel hung over like severely <laughs> hung over watching it i yeah. get a headache i like physically get a headache and i'm like oh like i gotta stop watching this yeah because you're also like man like the the free will argument is like really present in this and it makes you feel icky that like all the you know there's like the these like weird control dynamics and like with all these terrible like terrible creepy weird manipulative people you know and like like john cusack normally you'd be like man he's so sad that i have to root for him but like the fact that his like puppet looks just like him and it's super creepy and he's super creepy that you're like, I can't get on board with him. I can't get on board with any of these people besides feeling bad for John Malkovich, really. Mm-hmm. 
Mm, yeah, and just all like the flickering fluorescence. Like it just feels like, you know, those commercials. Or the, those anti-drug commercials where it's like someone goes to like a dingy like sewer yeah. and like gets a tattoo and then someone's like, "Do you want to smoke a cigarette?" Yeah, and, <laughs> and then like, like they're no they thanks, bro. I'm cool. It's like that, but for two hours. Then they go home and their sisters deflated on the couch. <laughs> yeah, like, I oh, was. Yeah. What are you doing? I was smoking weed, and you're like, "Yeah, but the way they picture that." That's exactly how it feels, and that's awesome. What are you talking about? <laughs> I fucking deflated, bro. It's just nuts. But I, all right, shit is nuts. <laughs> I think we should. Uh, it's time. Yeah, it is time. Okay. Yeah. So, I think first, and we can extrapolate if we want, but I think first we should go on the basic premise of like you can't control this person indefinitely. We can get to that, but like if you want to like just drop in for fifteen minutes at a time and just like experience what a person's going through like you see and feel things but you don't really have any uh you know control Control over it it. yeah Yeah. like yeah you have no agency within it like who who are you uh who you going inside Uh, who wants to start i can go first um all right you know because i was thinking like i was thinking really hard about this and i was like having anxiety about it because i just like (laughs) didn't know because it's just like do you want to be like a hot chick so you know what that feels like and have the perspective on right. it? Ah, I don't really know. Right. Do I want to be like this person or this person? And then, you know, I thought it's just like, all right. It's Once I started watching the movie, I was like, all right, it's 15 minutes. So you have 15-minute bursts just to experience. Right. So you got to yeah. find someone who's doing dope shit all the time. That's exactly right, Joey. you got to find people who are doing the dopest, coolest shit. So I picked Will Smith. Damn it, I was thinking about Will Smith. Damn. Yeah. You know he does dope cool shit all the time. Yeah, just the other day I fell down a rabbit hole watching his YouTube videos because he has a YouTube channel that he actually like does a lot with. I knew he was on there, but I wasn't sure if it was going to be like a Jack Black thing where it's like, I'm making a YouTube channel, it's going to be a Let's Play channel, and they didn't do anything yeah. with it for like six months. So yeah, mm-hmm. Will Smith, because he's always doing dope shit. He's got a dope family. Jaden's kind of crazy, but you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's got a dope family doing dope shit all the time. And you know what? I just want to be Will Smith. How can you not yeah. want to be? He's like, to me, he's like Michael Jordan in the 90s, you know? Sure. Granted, yeah. Will Smith in the okay. 90s was yeah. also Michael Jordan in the 90s. But yeah. it's just like everybody right. loves Will Smith. How can you not love Will Smith? And then what I do, you know, I, I get in there, 15 minutes, I'm out. Then, as Joey, I'd slide into his DMs. Then I would go into Will Smith's body and respond to those DMs. Oh shit! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell <laughs> so yeah, I build yeah. up a rapport with me, <laughs> me and myself, right? Until right. the point where you know Will Smith's just like I've been having this like conversation with it, like to the po- like I'm talking to him. So maybe I'll keep talking. He must to be him. cool. Yeah, you, you yeah. can you convince him you're his guardian angel. Not even okay. Like, <laughs> are you talking and like you're semi real? <laughs> no, I, no, but you're. It's like a Clarence uh, Wonderful Life situation. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, like I, you know, respond to those DMs with Will Smith. And then next thing you know, I'm best friends with Will Smith. Yeah. Maybe you get into Bad Boys 4. Maybe Martin Lawrence is too tired of this shit. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe I cross promote a little like VRT with some Will Smith, you know? Yeah. Maybe, maybe he comes on the podcast. You know, I don't know. Yeah, man. Like, I feel like if I'm best friends with Will Smith, I'm set for life. Right. Pretty much. And you know that, like, his phone is just full of the most famous people that exist. Yeah. Like, he, I heard that he fences with other celebrities. You could drop in his brain and he's, like, fucking fencing against, you know, why can't I think of a celebrity right now? Ed Sheeran. (laughs) (laughs) That was the one that you picked? Yeah. You're like, all right, celebrity, celebrity, celebrity. Ed Sheeran. Nick, can you name me an Ed Sheeran song? <laughs> like, why? Of course not. No. Why did that pop into your head? Uh, I don't for, know. Forever something or something forever. I'm sure he has a song that's that's just forever. <laughs> yeah. It's or something forever. forever. I mean, I fucking guarantee it. Wonderwall yeah, 2. He's got, se- <laughs> he's got several songs with the word love. Oh, maybe Ed Sheeran is in my brain right now. Oh. Whoa. That sucks. Yeah, that sucks for him. Like, he got a real crap deal. He, he's like, oh, where am I at? Oh, it's like 
random guy doing a podcast? Gross. Instead of him taking over for you, you, like, introspectively look in, and you're like, I've got you. And then you (laughs) lock him in there. And you're like, (laughs) now now you will suffer, Ed Sheeran, as we have all suffered. You will make me talented, Ed Sheeran. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then he's like, like, well, just start to practice. And you're like, no, I'm not doing that. Never mind. I'm not doing that shit. This was a bad idea. You're locked in there forever. Bye. Yeah, playing like the piano in a Game of Thrones episode. I think that's what happened. Ooh. I don't watch Game of Thrones. The, he like no, sang he was, a song at a campfire. Yeah, okay. yeah, he was a soldier. I guess they didn't it have pianos so... in Game of Thrones. No, <laughs> I was also everyone was. I was thinking of Westworld. It was probably dumb. It was more it was, likely a loot or something. Yeah, it was. It was so dumb and like so meta. Yeah, it's like I, like I expect like it almost turned into like a music video for a second. I was like, oh my god. But yeah, I, I just want to be best friends with Will Smith. So, what you guys got? All right. Well, I'm gonna about to blow your guys' minds because uh, I, I, I had a similar thought as Joey that maybe you know I could uh, go into somebody for 15 minutes and then just transfer a bunch of money to myself. I knew you were gonna do that. You always I do would that. Find, you, find you always a way do the money plays to <laughs> enrich myself. Well, hold on. I said I was gonna like, oh, I'll be Jeff Bezos, and then I wake up the next morning and there's a jet ski outside, and I'm like, nice. Yeah. Jeff Bezos just drunkenly shopped for me, right? Uh, but no, I've refrained from the money. Instead, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a different uh, uh, sin, if you will. Um, you know, your boy is gonna get into the body. Of Joey Chestnut. Ooh. Now, oh, I like that. I like you, that. I don't know if you boys know who Joey Chestnut is. Of course we do. We're hip we're we're, we're hip with the times. Yeah, he chugs hot dogs like no one's yeah, business. That's what I Absolutely. thought. I was about to Google him because I was like, I think that's the hot dog man, but I'm not He's, sure. He's uh, Nathan's hot dog eating contest, a champion right now. Uh, in 2019, he ate 71 hot dogs in under 10 minutes. I love Ooh. that. Yeah, now, great. Just a, little, just a little fun fact. I'm looking here that there's also a women's division, and I thought that would be kind of similar because, you know, our anatomies, at least as far as digestion, are pretty similar. Right. Um, no, the, the women's uh, record is only 31. Wow. Compared to That's a 71. huge difference. Yeah. Yes. That's over double. That's right. insane. I uh, would not have expected that. Honestly, looking at these Joey Chestnut pic- pictures make me want to vomit because it looks like he's <laughs> vomiting in reverse. Yeah. yeah oh, absolutely. absolutely. Um, see, that's where I'm going to be him. I have to be him in a very specific 15 minutes. All right? I have to get oh, in yeah. there five minutes before he starts eating, mm-hmm. and then I and then I got to get out as soon as he's done. That way, yeah. I I can eat seventy one hot dogs, and then have you not can eaten know what it feels like mean to eat seventy one hot dogs. Hot dogs. <laughs> uh, yes, well, you slurp the buns, Joey. God, <laughs> you yeah. slurp the buns. That makes me want to throw up so bad. <laughs> Dip those in water. <laughs> yeah, dude. Wa- like I only like to hear about the record. Watching people try and break it is disgusting. Yeah. You can only watch it for about two minutes, and you're like, I fucking get it. (laughs) Oh, man. It's so good. Uh, Yeah, because I, on my quarantine, uh, as I was fist fighting with the senators in our nation's capital for Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. three weeks of quarantine. Yeah, you did good work. Right. uh, Yeah, I taught them a lesson. Um, You know, stocks and bonds and tariffs and whatever. Right. Uh, Anyway, I ate a lot of hot dogs for whatever reason. We grilled out a lot, Mm -hmm. and it was really good. Oh, you didn't boil them? your boy... Uh, no, I didn't boil. I didn't boil those loose dogs. Uh, anyway, I also ate a lot, and coming back and being like, "Oh shit, I'm like have a gut now. Uh, I need to uh, stop eating, but I can't." So you need to Just live, like Joey live, Chestnut. <laughs> you need to live vicariously through Joey Chestnut. Absolutely, because right now I want to just binge food all the time. Because that's all I was doing in quarantine. There's nothing right. to do, time to snack, mm-hmm. uh, eating constantly, and now I'm like not, and uh, it's driving me crazy. So I want to eat 71 hot dogs. Yeah, me and, and then not and he, experience what that ha- what happens. You know, 20 minutes after that, me and Nick just have to <laughs> stare at food now until we feel like yep. feel fulfilled. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And you, you know what's a real shame about the eating contest is that they never really uh, televise the more interesting foods. You know, I'm like, you know, there's records for everything. It's like, um, I want to see, 
like the corn on the cob eating contests. I want to see like the soft taco contests. I want to see like di- like definitely different foods. Watermelon. I don't care. Nah. Like let me let me see how people eat like asparagus. Here's what I want. I want there to be the eating contest of spaghetti, but it's one noodle and you measure by distance. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, it's and just you, like wh- there's a hundred yards of one spaghetti. How far can you get down? Mm-hmm. You know, right. here's what here's what I'm oh, picturing. So, okay. You know, I'm in Mad Max when they have him strapped to the front of that vehicle, yes, with the mask on. It's like that, but you're more like roped to the front of a golf cart, and then they okay. just drive you down this road of one giant noodle. <laughs> And okay. you, you've, got, you've got to sit there, like eat it as they're like yeah. driving you in this golf cart. And there's color commentary trying to make it, you know, seem impressive for ESPN Seven yeah. or whatever. Or like, let me see the like the foods that are challenging. Like, let me see the the hot wing eating contest. You know, we got to clean those bones. What's your what's your skill? What's your like what's your tactic? How are you cleaning those bones? I don't know. You yeah. know, are you I'm still I like I wanna learn how to slurp a fucking flat wing. I've tried like right. I haven't I could probably Google like how to do it, but I just like look at people and I'm just like, what are you doing? What are you doing that I can't do somehow? And how much cartilage are you eating as well? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well that's my second pick is the fucking guy Adam Richmond from Man vs. Food. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't do that anymore because he was going to die or he something. He was going right. to die of well, I, I just whip <laughs> into his body and experience that, and then he can, you know, suffer for it. Right. That is true. You get out before the uh, horrible BMs, so that's a pretty good tactic. I like that. <laughs> or lack thereof. Right. Nick, it's, it sounds like you, John Malkovich, into an old man. <laughs> you said BMs. <laughs> I was just trying to be less gross than say like you know if experience they're nasty shits like. Thanks for that, Nick. I was just trying to say, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Just All right, the boys. Torrent. <laughs> it's my turn. Here we go. Now, hear me out. Is it Hitler? Hitler. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, oh, could you imagine though? Could you imagine if like I just went full in? I was like, yeah, I want to get in there and see what you know what he's up. To. No, that'd no, be terrible. You, you do it so you can kill Hitler, right? No, only we already... Hitler killed Hitler. <laughs> That's and so true. This is your way to kill Hitler. <laughs> yeah. No. No, it's not that. I just thought it'd be funny. Uh, okay. Let me. Uh, let me tell you guys what I'm about to do. I want to. Are you rubbing John your hands Malkovich. together? Is that what Dude, I'm hearing? I did rub my. I did rub my <laughs> hands together. <laughs> you gotta lotion those hands, dog. We can hear them miles away. You ashy. <laughs> uh, no, I am about to John Malkovich into Tom Cruise. Ooh. Now. And here's why. He's about to shoot that movie in space. Yeah. So let me go up to space and experience what that's like without having to go to space. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let me get up there. And I don't want to be in some lame astronaut on, like, the International Space Station. That's why I'm going Tom Cruise. Yeah. He's going to be the coolest guy in space. But also... Reason number two is I want to learn what's really going on in Scientology. Let me get those secrets. Ooh. Let me find that. I rub my hands together again. I'm trying to get the most thetons. Yeah, All like let them. me. I want to know the secrets. That's one of the things because, like, with a lot of conspiracy theories, you're like, oh, these are just too ridiculous. But like, you know, there's dark shit going on in Scientology, and he is privy to some of it for sure. Like, if he's going out and you know. Uh, talking to people and, and making speeches, he's got to have some access. And once again, I don't want to be like the president of Scientology because they're not cool. Mm-mm. Tom Cruise is cool. Yeah. So, like, I, I want to do both. I want to go to space and I want to learn the secrets of Scientology because maybe it's real. We don't actually know. It could all be that. Could be the the realest thing. You know? Yeah. You th- God's not real. It's just that like alien that likes to collect human souls or whatever their religion's about because you got to think like you know there's thousands of conspiracy theories out there but then you got to think that somebody actually wrote the movie being john malkovich yeah so you got to think that one of those things that sounds like the script to being john malkovich is real right you know like there's got to be some one of those has to be right 
out of the hundreds yeah. and thousands of conspiracy theories, a couple of them have to be right. Most sure. of them have you to just... be right. All of them are right. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I've seen the ice wall. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, you just can't. The, the point is you just can't waste your time believing all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what people get, like, dragged into is that, like, they believe one thing. And so they go deeper and deeper until, like, all of it's true or none of it's true. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, everyone's lying. Everything is, you know, Bill Gates is trying to put microchips in our brains to follow us. And it's like, man, you put a phone in your pocket that follows you. What are you talking about? No one wants to microchip you. Google knows that did I'm it. Googling gathering of the juggalos before I have ever done it. <laughs> yeah, go to Google Maps and then hit the timeline button and just watch your history happen in front of your eyes. Like, it's fucked. So, man, uh, ooh. You know how people like secondhand embarrassment? They love watching The Office, right? Mm-hmm. So you sure. just John Malkovich into one of those flat earth guys, okay. like as he's doing the experiment that doesn't work out and mm-hmm. uh, proves the earth is round, and they just have that look, that glazed look in their eyes. <laughs> like, While they're trying to, to justify it in their brain? Yeah, you get to experience the ultimate of secondhand embarrassment. Yeah, all those I also get to experience heads. someone doing mental gymnastics that I could never experience myself. <laughs> to like logic, th- like try and like false logic their way out of what happened. <laughs> the manufacturers of this gyroscope are, are in the pockets of big round Earth. That's what they are. They fucking oh. made you know. It turns into a sport. You like go in. It's like you and like fifty like super old judges. And you all like file in with little clipboards, and then mm-hmm. you you get in there when they do the gymnastics, and then you all fall out under the turnpike, and they like write down a number, like nine point <laughs> five. Man, can you imagine if like you didn't fall out semi conveniently? Like, what if we were doing it here, and then we fell out in the New Jersey turnpike? Yeah. And then I call Joey, and I'm like, Joey, you got to come to New Jersey. I went into Tom Cruise again. It's like, like damn it, Nick, I just got <laughs> home. sorry dog i need you look and on the way home i can tell you what's going on in scientology it's real like i don't care no nick no i saw the secret levels of the base i've seen the aliens i felt the thetans coursing in my fucking blood you need to take me to the to the bank right now so i can give them all my money to they need it how else are they going to take care of all the aliens they have? They need my money. I got to get on that fucking boat. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this reminds me of, this conversation? Uh, Colin, you won't understand this reference because you never do. But, uh, Joe, you remember a little show <laughs> called The Jersey on Disney Channel? Team work. Yeah. Work Jersey. Yeah. Yes, I do. I- yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah, I was it well. thinking about that because because the premise of that show, Colin, and anyone else doesn't well, know. Well, you know what, Nick, you're oh. an asshole because do you know I the Jersey? Have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. so you're absolutely cool. right. All right. So, Colin, the the <laughs> premise of the Jersey uh, was that this uh, kid, his name was Nick Lighter, and I was like, damn, that's a cool ass name. Maybe I should change my name to Nick Lighter, <laughs> but. Uh, this kid inherits this old nasty Jersey from his grandfather. And when he puts it on, he goes into the bodies of uh, famous sports athletes. Dang. It has to, like, solve problems while he's Jerry Rice. You know what I mean? Solve (laughs) crimes. I wish. Mysteries. But no, it's just like, how do I... How do I run for this touchdown as Jerry Rice? And somehow it'd be linked to whatever problem of the week they were having. Like, yeah, uh, running the, you know, the the whole field is like doing homework. Like, you just do it one yard at a time, one problem, at, you know, whatever. Uh, and him and his friends would. And it was funny because, like, I remember half the episodes were, like, them accidentally, like, falling into the jersey. Like, oh, no! Like, <laughs> And they'd be like, oh, no, I'm, you know, Tanya Harding. I don't yeah. think they were Tanya Harding ever, but. Oh, no, here I am doing steroids again. <laughs> but they were, like, in full control of the, like, it wasn't just, like, in their brain. They were like, I got to learn how to, like, fucking row crew now. 
oh, like, or whatever. It wasn't even, like, super famous athletes. Like, I'm sure they never, it was in, it was, it ran from 99 to, like, 2004. So whoever was popular, or whoever was available in those years, <laughs> they would get. But, yeah, it was always, uh, I mean, I was a sports boy when I was younger, so that show really appealed to me. But, yeah, that's basically what we're doing, except none of us picked a, a pro athlete. No, I don't want to, I don't care, you know? Like I don't, I don't. I thought about it. You I know? don't care to be like, oh wow, I could play basketball. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't care to play basketball. Like I don't care to watch in first person basketball. Like, nah, I just want to uh, be best friends with Will Smith so I can have my yeah. life set, you know, <laughs> life set up. I mean, no, we all know what we want. You want to be best friends with Will Smith. Colin wants to eat seventy-one hot dogs in ten minutes, and I want to go to space and learn Scientology secrets. <laughs> I mean, that sounds reasonable. <laughs> All of those things sound great. If we like, can just find one person that can give us all those things. I'm, isn't Will Smith a Scientologist? He might be. He's probably in the Illuminati, too. That exists, and it's real. I'm going to learn that when I go into Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we just get Will Smith into eating hot dogs. And then one, he's going to want to do the Independence Day reboot reboot. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Well, they'll actually be in space. Ooh. Ooh. And then he's also, I'm pretty sure, or may, at least may, maybe it's Jada. One of them is in, they're into something weird. Like yeah. real fringe, like Scientology or something. Right. And Will Smith uh, believes anything is possible. Like he can eat seventy-one hot dogs in ten minutes. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Uh, I was scrolling through uh, some Jersey episodes to see who they got. <laughs> I didn't really see yeah. any. Like I'm looking at like Donovan McNabb. Not bad. Ooh, that's a good get. Uh, the last episode was Bucky Lassick. The skateboarder. Whoa, skateboarder. Nice. Nice. He never even wears a fucking jersey. That's stupid. There's no uniform for skateboarding. I guess if you wear your own brand of clothes. That's probably what the executive at Disney said after the last episode. They said, he doesn't even wear a jersey. You're a fucking idiot. Well, it's the last episode, so fuck off. How do they keep falling into this? Wouldn't they take this magical jersey and like put it in a closet? Or like I don't ha- know. hang it up somewhere so they're not just like stumbling and oh I fell <laughs> into it. It was always it's always like that might be just like my brain remember, but it felt like they were always like oh, whoops they, like they oopsed into the jersey. Yeah. Oh, it got mixed up in the laundry and it was inside this other sweater I was trying to put or something. <laughs> you know, whatever. Why would you wash a magical garment? <laughs> Why would you do that? You might wash the magic out. Yeah, you could also always wash the magic out. It'd be scary. Or, yeah, it starts to fade, and then all your other clothes get a little bit of magic. So you, like, put on your T-shirt, and all of a sudden you're, like, half of Bucky Lassick. And it's, yeah. like, a horrible, yeah. like, freak. What is that? Uh, your feet Cronenberg. Has... Yeah, it's like yeah, a Cronenberg. Yeah, you're a Cronenberg. Yeah. Your feet have just turned into a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you, you, both your feet turn into copies of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah, because they're like, we defo can't get Tony Hawk, who's like mid-level. Bucky Lassick. He was the guy that was known for grinding, maybe? I don't remember their stats. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Pretty sure Bucky La- Oh No, that was, mm, that was someone else. I feel like he had glasses. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, out there, if you remember all the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games, just we don't have to Google it. Just uh, tell us what Bucky Lassick looks like. Just hit us up in our email, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there Bob we, Burnquist? Isn't he yeah. like the number two? Are we just going to start Maybe. naming people you from Tony Hawk? Chad, Chad Muska would do the grind where he pulls out the boombox. Oh, hell yeah. Um, Jeff Rowley was one. Yeah. <laughs> Bam Margera the... showed up later. Oh fuck! I don't remember the guy who did the Christ Air. What's that guy's name? He wore like a blue jersey. Oh, the jersey! <laughs> yeah, he was the jersey. <laughs> was it a basketball jersey? Was it a football jersey? What kind of jersey was it? It was like an old school, like uh, leatherheads, like football looking jersey. Mm-hmm. It's uh... like two. It was real plain. It was like yellow and blue, and had like an H on it for haunted. <laughs> And it was so old, when you put it on, you became racist. <laughs> <laughs> like, every week, like, we already learned the 
the lesson about being racist. Like, oh, you're just going to learn it again <laughs> every, every week. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, oh, I don't. Maybe we just get. Maybe we burn the jersey. <laughs> oh, man, guys. I just learned that the main kid in the jersey has passed away. Oh. Thanks, YouTube comments, for nothing. Oh, no. Let me. Uh, probably another person I would jump into is the famous Jet Jackson. Who also has passed away, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're right, fuck, he did. He, uh, I think he committed suicide, so we can't joke about yeah. that. Um, but that was a good-ass show, too, man. Where, why aren't these on Disney Plus? I checked before the podcast, neither one of these terrific shows are on Disney Plus, and, I mean... They couldn't get the rights know, to Budge Classic. Yeah, <laughs> he's the one holdout. <laughs> what is Jet Jackson? Okay, let me explain the famous it. Jet Jackson to you. Here I go. All so right. the famous Jet Jackson, he's a kid just like us, but he's also a star of his own show called Silver Street. Sil- he's some sort of kid spy in a show, but he moves out to like the sticks for the summer with like his aunt, and he has to, or not the summer, but like he wants to be a regular kid. So he goes to regular school, but also, you know, he's got to deal with the fame of being the famous Jet Jackson. Okay. So people are like, oh, you're famous. And he's got to, like, go shoot the the show. Like, I think he gets, like, and this is a child, and he gets, like, the whole production and move out to wherever, you know, in the sticks he is now, Montana or whatever. Um, just so, you know, because children actors have that kind of pull on TV shows. Yeah, except the Power Rangers. Haim <laughs> Saban gave him a middle no. finger, and it's like, you're replaceable. No, that was the joke, Joey, is none of those kids. You think anyone that's signed in Nickelodeon has any rights? Like, no way. Yeah. They were all they were all being like fucking, you know, uh like bossed around by this like per like Dan Schneider, the known pervert, like <laughs> just like I've I've looked into like deep YouTube videos of like he had a foot fetish. Here's all the fucking shots of like ariana grande doing and i was like oh my god i have to get out of here this sucks and it's really dark and i hate it i thought that we were just having fun but uh this guy was a uh i think he's just an accused pervert (laughs) well good news guys because two months ago joey chestnut uh ate 32 big macs in 38 minutes See, that's so, the kind of uh, shit I want to see. I want to see complicated food getting eaten, not just, like, mouth hole-sized food. Like, that's Bush League bullshit. I want to see right. somebody well, do 120 shots of chili. Let's get, like, let's get a Crunchwrap Supreme, like, food contest going. Like, how are you eating a bunch of those? That takes at least, at least three bites, I think, I'm thinking. I think it's got to be... To get one of those things down. The most complex one's got to be, like, the double down. Because it slides around, <laughs> it's so slippery. Oh, oh, I mean that that would be oh. great, but they didn't produce enough of those. I don't think <laughs> they were. They're like because it's they were you know, made cause illegal because it's, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> they were made illegal. Yeah, they're like Dude. it's a hilarious joke that we're doing, and they're this, like, oh my god, everyone's fucking eating these. Disgusting. This, this guy is sweating so much. <laughs> <laughs> I. I thought in the hot dog, like you know, they're just they're chugging water like crazy. They're throwing water all over themselves to lube up those loose dogs, right? <laughs> but then, so I thought, oh, they get sweaty because that. I just skipped to the end of the Big Mac video. He's doing it in his house, and uh, oh, okay. he is covered in sweat. He is just <laughs> pouring sweat. Yeah, dude. You know how much muscle like you have to use to chomp those and get and like di- like push them down your throat. Oh, That's hard God. work. Oh it's it's like the same and the opposite of like running three miles. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's almost fifteen and a half pounds and eighteen thousand yep. calories. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, those dudes live a hard life where like they have they do something like that and then they can't eat for like a week. Yeah. And they have oh, hor- it horrible like toilet totally, time. It sounds like it's totally worth it, is what you're saying. I mean, I guess if you're, like, imagine if you always come in, like, fifth or sixth place, and you don't get any prize money, but you still <laughs> ate, like, 60 hot dogs, and you get nothing for your time, you know? Like, you're just, like, you're medium, but you're never going to be the best, so you're just doing all that for nothing. I, and they didn't even show you on camera. I like the idea. Right, like, you're down you. at the end. 
I like the idea that Colin like mistimes something because of like time zones, and then he goes into Joey Chestnut, and it's when he's on the toilet, and he's trapped there yeah. for fifteen minutes. <laughs> well, apparently you could push yourself out at any moment. I don't think you're trapped. Like John Cusack was just like bailing. See ya. I'm getting tricked. Here I go. Well, that's when he had mastery. But you know, I feel like I could quickly develop mastery uh, if you know the situation called for it because you know putting dogs in your mouth (laughs) (laughs) would uh would you guys stay with the same person if you got trapped in their subconscious like at the very end with john cusack's trapped in the little girl which doesn't make sense why does that make sense you get well because the old the old pervert man explained that if you go too late then you get pushed into the new vessel but he left and it's and it, well, no. Be, he said when they drove away, he's like, "I'll get back in Malkovich and I'll make you sorry or whatever, or make you fall in love with me." Oh. But the old people had already filled up. They did John Malkovich at full capacity. And well, at the uh, time, went like over. He, you could have put more the, people yeah, in there. I guess that's true. Yeah, yep. yeah, because he was waiting for Cameron Diaz. But like, yeah, the time passed, so he moved on to the new vessel, which was like a brand new brain. So yeah. you just get pushed to the very bottom. I, I really just missed but, that line because that was one of being John Malkovich is one of those movies that has terrible fucking sound editing. Like, <laughs> like, dude, because uh, John Cusack would be like, I'm like sad and I'm a puppeteer. And then and then they'd go into the Malkovich hole and it would be louder than a fucking Transformers movie. <laughs> and so I was constantly playing with the volume and I then somebody would go into Malkovich and, and I was I already had the volume up and then everybody was moaning and like I don't know about you like I just like no matter what I feel uncomfortable if there's loud sex noises happening so I like yeah, had to turn that people down people realize the context and then somebody gets dropped off in the turnpike and it's like cars like whooshing past and then John Cusack is in the rain while cars are whooshing past going <laughs> I'm still like sad and like a puppeteer and it's like right. what the fuck hate that shit uh, I'm gonna become rich and famous and still grow a nasty skull <laughs> I know I like I love that he made John Malkovich grow a skull it's hilarious but uh I think if I were to be trapped in someone's subconscious and only be able to like see what they're doing it'd probably be like someone like Leonardo DiCaprio who like does cool shit and also like has you know fun and lots of money Bangs 25 probably eats 32 big mats yeah yeah so at least it'd be interesting, you know, like, I don't know if you'd want to be Joey Chestnut all day, every day, I, forever. Like he probably, his life is probably pretty sad. Oh, absolutely not. I could be Will Smith forever. Yeah, I think you could yeah. too. I think that'd be interesting enough. Oh yeah. I think you need to uh, smack some sense into your son, uh, Joey. Okay. Yeah. He can't do anything. He's stuck in the bottom just being like, turn away, turn away. Oh, what if you miss the window, Joey, and instead of being Will Smith, you get sucked forever into Jaden. It'd probably still be very in a- interesting, but... Oh, dude, that, yeah, he does a lot of weird shit where you'd be like, okay, this is crazy and something Will would never do. Uh, what is he up to now? Yeah, I'm going to make an oh, anime he- and voice, <laughs> voice right. like all the characters. Because I, I have monies. Yeah. I got that Will Smith money. And that's why I want to be friends with Will Smith so I can make my own anime. Right. Like, hey, Will, I, I just need, like, a small percentage of your, you know, income, your wealth to, like, get my dream anime going. He could fund Big Peacombs. We would just. Oh, I was going to say we Whoa. would just do an anime of the Jersey. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It'd be a lot different. Yeah. A lot of. <laughs> you know? Anime noises. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. 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 I've been Bucky uh-huh. Lassick. Oh no, see uh-huh. guys, that's 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 races. I've been watching this man. It's a lot of like. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, there is a lot of like surprise noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing Final Fantasy VII, and most of Cloud's dialogue okay. is. Uh-huh. <laughs> man, there's. I think it's called, is it Ponyo the, the fish yeah. god or something. Anyway, in the in the American dub, I I don't know why I watched this. I, it was like half of it. Um, yeah, Liam Neeson is like the fish god, obviously. Duh. And uh, to hear him be so like stoic in his delivery, like yes, I am Liam Neeson, <laughs> the fish god, and then go, 
Uh-huh. 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 Yes. I I am clear I am an Irish fish god. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It was it was probably the most awkward thing I've ever uh, experienced in my being. <laughs> just em- envisioning him at the microphone just going, oh, oh. Yeah, he's uh, like, can you make the, I don't understand in the script what you want me to do. <laughs> oh, just random guttural sounds, just random whatever. We'll we'll fix it. We'll cut it together. Just a lot of uhs and, you know, like you're yeah. confused or like you're surprised. But like very short, so. I have a special set of skills, a special <laughs> set of mouth noise skills. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I have to bring that. I fucking forgot about it until now. When he first goes into John Malkovich and he's eating the toast, I almost turned off the fucking movie. Yeah, I yeah I get <laughs> that was it. so bad. Like, I feel like that like very exaggerated noise is what I I hear that other people don't. Like that's the reaction I get <laughs> because it's just like it's like it's shooting into my ears and everybody else doesn't really hear that. But that would be a fucking no go on the whole operation. And if I fucking bounce into Will Smith and he's having a meal, I'm fucking out. Yeah, bail. <laughs> Imagine what seventy one hot dogs sounds like. I <laughs> oh, can't. No. I'd have a brain yeah, aneurysm. Yeah, I'm he'll saying. explode. Lock, you're gonna have to lock you in a cage with a chimp, Joey. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why did they do a POV of the monkeys, uh, like past? <laughs> that is so yeah. bizarre. That's so weird. <laughs> oh shit! I, I almost had an aneurysm because I thought John Malkovich was gonna take that plate of toast crusts <laughs> and then set it in the sink. I like, thought so too. Yeah, I, I was, I was like... about to freak out. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> In the, the last second, he was like, no, nah, but I still have half a cup of coffee that I'm just going to, like, pour water into. It's like, yeah, that's bro. what rich people do, dog. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, guys, uh, I think we're tempting fate going longer than we should with my internet and the way it is. Mm-hmm. So we should probably go ahead and end this podcast now. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Real Talk. I know it was very niche, but I think we broadened it a bit. Like the like the reason behind the premise is niche, but I think everyone can get on board with what we were talking about. You know, the Jersey eating hot dogs, <laughs> the famous Jet Jackson. These are these are much broader topics that we're bringing up, and I, you know. It's American all, culture, you know? Yeah. To all the producers listening, you're welcome. We're broadening it up for everybody. Our show should be much more marketable to fans of the Jersey from 20 years ago. I know that's a huge market, so you're welks. Uh, if you want to listen to more of our episodes, they're all up on our website. That's vrtcast.com. Also on our website is the other podcast we do. That's called Very Real Tournament. Uh, we got a huge backlog of shows on uh, on that feed, so go check those out. We do that with our friend Corey Music. Hopefully that's coming back real soon for you guys. We're excited to uh, restart the the fifth season and go from there. If you don't want to check out our website, that's perfectly fine. You can find this show on all the podcast apps. That's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, CastBox. Uh, Yeah, we're on all of them. So go over there and give us a like. Give us a uh, subscription, subscribe, and, uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe rate it five stars and leave a – a little review that says like, man, you know, Nick sure is weird for wanting to learn all the secrets of Scientology, but I love it or whatever. Or like, tell us if you're a fan in the review of the Jersey and then give us your (laughs) review of the Jersey. (laughs) Like the podcast is fine. Three stars, but let me talk about the Jersey. Let me hijack this review (laughs) system. Tell me, let's talk about the, tell me all your opinions on Bucky Lassick, you know? Yeah, I want to know if he was your yeah. favorite in those uh, in those Tony Hawk games. If you want to tell us about your favorite player in Tony Hawk, your favorite avatar, uh, just hit us up in our uh, email. That's vrtcast at gmail dot com. You can also tell us, uh, you know, who you'd uh, you know drop in to see what they're doing every for fifteen minute uh, inter- intervals. Um, I know that was really that came out really awkward. Also, you can just hit us up on social media at Very Real Podcasts and tell us there. 
you know, if you want to face off against uh, Colin in a hot dog eating contest, you can be the random guy that no one knows next to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come at me. I'm going to uh, slurp down some loose, <laughs> boiled dogs. <laughs> Maybe yeah, dip them in ranch to just, like, lube oh, them up. Yeah, like, no, no thanks on the water. I got my lubricant right here. It's ranch packets. <laughs> no, it's ranch dressing. It's an extra 6,000 calories. They're like, sir, we, we don't really advise you... Uh, Leave me oh, alone, my, it's my process. My hot dog eating coach is like screaming at me on the headset. <laughs> they have coaches. Yeah, obviously those guys have, yeah, they, obviously. They have headsets. Like, swallow faster, idiot. But like, yeah, I can see it. Like, you, you're you on stage and you like take you pick up the glass of water and just put it on the floor. And then you pull up two bottles of ranch <laughs> and you take your headset off and you throw it into the crowd. And you're just like, I'm doing it my way. Yeah. And your coach is freaking out. I think my coaching like method when- would just be like to set up like an audio loop that just says slurp it, slurp it, slurp it. <laughs> just going through your head. And that, no. and that would inspire you to slurp faster yeah. to get that noise out of your head. Man, you know when uh, guys win the, the NASCAR races and they get the thing of champagne and they start like spraying it? It's yep. like that, but it's just a giant bottle of ranch. And I'm yeah. just like spraying my crew, the audience, the cameraman. Yeah. You paid, like, yes. you paid someone to make a novelty giant ranch bottle. <laughs> right, and then to exist. carbonate it so that it would just spray. <laughs> Look, man, I got a really specific job for you, okay? Let me explain. Let me get through the whole thing before you say no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, also, my God, it's beautiful. We'll do it for free. Yeah, it's genius. You're a, <laughs> you're a, you're an innovator. Right. They're they're brothers of the ranch, and they pull up their sleeve, and they've got like a Hidden Valley tattoo. Yeah, they're like, let me take you my... to the Hidden Valley. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I also... I also want to thank the Thumps. They do all the music for this podcast. They are a great band. Please head over to their band camp. All their albums are on there. Uh, you know, open up your, broaden your horizon music-wise and give them a give them a listen. That's the thumps.bandcamp.com. Go find them there. Also, you can see what they're up to on their social media. Just go over to Facebook, uh, search the Thumps, and then like that page. All right, boys, we got to get out of here because I got to go uh, watch the next episode of Ozark. I finally am getting into Hell it, and it's yeah. great. So I got to get the Absolutely. fuck out of this dumb podcast so I can go watch Jason Bateman uh, just like wriggle out of the next, you know, obstacle, the next uh, dangerous person that comes at him. So, all right, let's just get out of here then. Until next week, I'm John Malkovich. I'm Will Smith. I'm Hot Dog Water. It's been real. It's been fun. Put the famous Jet Jackson on Disney Plus now. I like how the gathering, it looks like it's like, I can't afford Coachella. So I guess I'll go to this. <laughs> Guys, Ric Flair was at the Gathering of Juggalos 2012 on what? main stage. I don't know what that, what, what? does he do? He's a I don't wrestler. Know, does he- Right, but what, does he wrestle, or does he show up and wave? Like, what do you do? <laughs> he woos, all right? He woos. Yeah. yeah. He says, all right, Rick, we flew you all the way in from wherever, and we're going to need you to go out there for 20 seconds and woo so the crowd gets bumped before Vanilla Ice takes this. You're opening for Vanilla Ice. I hope you're okay with that. <laughs> hey, guys, we can go Wednesday, August 5th, 2020. Yeah. Oh, they're okay. They're not scared of the coronavirus. The car, the face paint is going to stop it. Yeah, it's too thick. Uh, Fago, that I just read a press release that Fago kills the coronavirus. Well, they don't make even sure know how magnets work, so I wouldn't hold your breath on <laughs> anything else. Yeah. All right. Make sure you include all this in at the end. <clears throat>